Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We continue to pray that they share this ministry with others. We pray the blood of Jesus over mental well-being. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the Holy One of God, Jesus Christ, amen. Folks, the behavioral health market in the United States is a $200 billion industry and is expected to reach $260 billion by the year 2026. The stress of everyday life has taken a toll on the Christian as well as the unbeliever. The strain of unreal expectations, unfulfilled careers, marriages in trouble, children without direction, the daily commute, financial pressures, and the list goes on and on. Nearly 50% of the population of the United States take a prescription drug. I currently take medication to control my high blood pressure, so I'm in that 50%. There's a good chance that you're in that 50% as well. So how do we get to this point? And more importantly, how do we fix it? To answer the question, how do we get to this point? It starts in Genesis after Adam and Eve had eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 3.10 says, The man answered the Lord God's call to him, saying, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. My Christian friends, when Adam said that he was afraid, a change in man was conceived. Man now had imagination as his eyes were now open. When you couple imagination with fear, you will birth anxiety. Adam and Eve had enough time to formulate a plan to sew fig leaves together, to cover themselves, and to hide. Just then, the strain of life began. Clothing themselves was not a problem previously. They were embarrassed to be seen in public and sought shelter. God had supplied all of their needs up to that point. Adam would then set the tone for future man by blaming someone else for the problem. He blamed God for the woman that was given to him, and Eve blamed the serpent. My Christian companions, my sin belongs to me. I cannot blame you no matter what kind of relationship we have. I can't blame my parents no matter what they did in my upbringing. I can't blame my teachers, my environment, my spouse, my children, my boss, my co-workers, or my friends for my sins. They are mine all alone. The person who is an alcoholic but blames his conditions on other factors continues to fool himself every day and cannot see that he is the root of the problem. Adam was the root of his problem, and his problems just got worse as he was banished from the garden and had to make a living for himself and his family by farming the ground. Folks, farming is hard work, as you are at the mercy of the sun and rain. When God cursed the very ground that he was to make a living, his punishment became very real. Adam had left the door open for Satan to challenge God's command by not fully explaining to Eve the consequences of doubting God's word. We continue to battle Satan as he places doubt in our minds that can God really do what he says he can do? And so we turn to alcohol, sex, food, money, 
pills, and all manner of escapes to cope with daily life. These coping mechanisms have become strongholds in our lives. But listen to what 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5 has to say on that matter. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to our flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. My friends, a stronghold is a mindset contrary to the will of God. We must learn to fight strongholds instead of believing the lie that Satan is promoting. That lie is that you have no control over your issue, so you might as well give up and give in. The fact is, you have control over your sin because it is your sin. Just as God confronted Adam about his sin, the Holy Spirit will confront you about your stronghold. But it takes the supernatural power of God to break the habitual castles of sin that we have built over the years. Although we've set up a mental and spiritual blockade and are convinced that no power in heaven or on earth can get through, God's word is no ordinary weapon. Strongholds are wrong thoughts and perceptions which contradict the knowledge of God and his nature. If the creator of heaven and earth, the maker of mankind, if he doesn't have the power to save us from our sins, if he doesn't have the power to rescue us from our strongholds, then our faith is in vain. Our confession to God that we have a problem is the beginning of the hope of restoration. As long as we are kidding ourselves, saying we can handle it, we fall into the classic definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I've been losing that same 20 pounds for 20 years, and with COVID, now I've got to lose 30 pounds. If I couldn't lose the 20 pounds, losing 30 would be impossible for me. I managed to lose 10 pounds last year when I tested positive for COVID, but my recovery included those extra 10 pounds. I realize that I can't shed the weight as easily as I thought. I need help to break the stronghold of eating. My sports injuries give me a ready-made excuse, and I use the injury defense to justify not pushing myself the way I used to. I use my age to rationalize away the pain of doing what must be done to accomplish the goal. But here's the problem. I also like good food, whether I cook it myself or purchase it at a restaurant. The goal is to enjoy good food. Can I do both? The answer is no. The same concept applies to the Christian. The Holy Spirit constantly taps us on the shoulder to make us aware of our transgression, just like the food, and we have a goal to live for God, just like the goal of losing the weight, but the misdeed has such a powerful grip on us, it is more than a habit. It is part of our character. After confessing that we are unable to correct our own error, we must pray for guidance found in the Word of God that addresses our particular violation of God's law. Go to my tools page and click on Blue Letter Bible. Type in your particular sin in the search box and find the corresponding scriptures. Yes, the Word of God has answers to every problem of man. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9 says, That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Folks, 
There's nothing that you have done or are doing that has not been tried in the past. After discovering the word that applies to you, you will begin to feel that there is hope for your situation. You can be forgiven your shortcomings. You will receive amnesty for your violation. You are acquitted for your offenses. You shall be restored to full union with the Father. Now the real work begins. Find someone to hold you accountable. This is biblical as Jesus sent his disciples out two by two. Pray daily. Keep your connection with the Holy Spirit to give you the strength to grow out of your battle. Again, we have to put in the work. Finally, stay the course. Satan will be mad and will send obstacles to block your recovery. Now that you know his plan, the Holy Spirit will help you fight your battle. So if you have a stronghold that is keeping you from living in the victory promised in God's word, pray this prayer with me. Father, I need a savior since I cannot save myself. Remove the old spirit in me and replace it with your Holy Spirit. Give me the power to fight for the hope and restoration promised to those who believe in your name. Send an accountability partner to me in the name of Christ the King, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.